Welcome to the Choi Life Principles. My name is Emmeline Choi and I'm a skincare specialist. I'm always on the hunt for new ways to keep my body, mind and of course my skin healthy. So why not join me while I interview a range of experts, some of who are my friends, all based in the wellness industry, to see if we can learn any new ways to stay healthy in our mind, body and spirit, which will hopefully also lead to some great looking skin. Do you ever find that you have any tiny fine lines on your face? Sometimes these fine lines are not fine lines as we would actually think of them in an aging sense, but actually just dehydration. I find sometimes that if I'm not on top of my skin and my diet, my water intake hasn't been as great as it should have been, I can look rather dehydrated. Also when the weather changes, if we have air con, central heating, all these different things can really impact our skin and also cause dehydration let alone all the extra products that might not be so great like your harsh face washes, scrubs, face wipes, all those things. I created the vitamin C serum to really help hydrate your skin and also help to plump out fine lines and wrinkles. The vitamin C serum is like a drink for your skin and it basically looks like water when you pump it out and your skin kind of just drinks it all up and it really, really helps to hydrate your skin. It also really helps to plump out any fine lines and wrinkles. So before bed and also in the morning, I apply one pump of the face serum and then follow it with my face cream. By morning, my skin looks so glowy and dewy and it has really transformed my skincare routine and my skin overall. So if you wish to try the vitamin C serum, then please visit my website, www.choy.life forward slash shop and purchase yours today. Today on the podcast, I have the beautiful Anna White. Firstly, I have to say she has the most amazing voice. I love Anna's gentle, um, just gentle Geordie tones. And I find that she, her voice is just so soothing. So I've had a really lovely hour just talking to her. I feel very calm and relaxed now. But I've known Anna for probably a couple of years because I've seen her most days when I go to the garden, which is um, a local healthy restaurant nearby. And I get myself a lovely bowl of organic soup. I really wanted to talk to Anna today because she's just launched her own health coaching business called Wellness with Anna White. She's super knowledgeable about how diet and lifestyle can have such an impact on how we feel and I really wanted to talk to her about how we can improve our sleep, lifestyle, diet and pretty much everything else. So I really hope you enjoyed today's podcast talking all things wellness with Anna White and also how we can improve our sleeping habits which is this week's topic. So without further ado, please welcome Anna White to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast, Anna White. Hello. Um, We're going to start off and I want you just to tell me a bit about yourself. Who are you? What do you do? So I'm Anna. Um, I'm from Newcastle, you might gather by the accent. I love your accent. Oh, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Some people can't put the finger on it, some people think it's Welsh, some people think it's Irish. I think, yeah, it's very strange, but yeah. So I'm from Newcastle originally and I've lived in Manchester for the past five years Um, moved it moved here to be with my now husband so um, he won the battle. (laughs) (laughs) So is he from Manchester? He's from Manchester yeah. Okay yeah so yes so um, studied primary school teaching which is a bit of a surprise to people when they find out what I'm doing now but uh, studied teaching went to Liverpool University and I was a teacher for four years before getting into nutrition um loved my job loved what i did and loved working with children but as a lot of people know the job comes with stress lots of stress 
Um, a lot of people don't think that about primary school teaching. I think but there's the a, yeah, hours are crazy. There's a real misconception. I think some people think, oh, there's not much in it. Yeah. You're just kind of working with young children. It's all play. Like, what's it? What does everyone yeah. complain about? But I think a lot of people also understand that it's a lot of paperwork. It's long, long hours. Mm. And I loved that I was nine till three was the perfect job. I loved working with children. I loved kind of communicating with parents. I loved my colleagues at school, but um, it was a very high pressure job. And yeah. because there was so much work to do and because I'm a, a perfectionist, <laughs> um, I would spend kind of hours, days, weekends, holidays, planning to kind of finish my never ending to-do list, which right, was just yeah. kind of undoable yeah because uh, it's always as you know in every job there's always something and then you've got you life do. as well in the background yes, yeah you've definitely. got to do yeah um so i taught for two years in newcastle and then i moved to manchester and taught for two years here um which was difficult because obviously moving to a new city um, my family not being around here um, and obviously i had my husband and his family but i didn't have a big circle of friends here yeah. so it was difficult to then make friends when my whole life was kind of my job and mm -hmm. trying to take off that never-ending to-do list. Um, so partly my fault, partly the education system. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... I think everyone needs an assistant, don't they, as a teacher? Definitely, yeah. definitely. Um, I would, yeah, spend a lot of time prioritising work, not really prioritising myself, self-care, socialising. Um, and at the same time as that, I was kind of... To have a little bit of a switch off from stressful work, um, I would go to the gym quite a lot, exercise really regularly, um, but it became a bit of a rigid, regimented routine mm. that I was in. So if I didn't kind of get to a gym session four times a week, doing quite high intensity exercise, I would feel really stressed out that I was out of my routine. But really thinking about it now, that was probably doing us no good yeah. and causing more stress on my body. I was um, talking to Nicola the other week um, in my last one about guilt and how we just hold guilt for everything. And I think going or not going to the gym yeah. is another thing that gives you that guilt yeah, feeling. Yeah, definitely. And really, when you think about health, it should be the opposite. You should be tuning into your body. You yeah. should be thinking about the type of exercise that's going to suit your needs and every day that'll change one day it might be a general stretch one day it might be a rest one day it might be a run if you're feeling full of energy so I was so kind of stuck in a routine because of this job that I had to tick everything yeah. off the list kind of thing um I was just so stuck in my routine that I couldn't kind of see outside of it and see that what I was doing wasn't healthy kind of thing at the same time as that food came into that as well and because I had quite a lot to do on an evening. I would have a similar thing for dinner every night and um, it would always having? be healthy. I would always oh, okay. have salmon and vegetables or um, like a vegetarian meal. It would always be healthy and, and things that I still eat now. But looking back now, I can see that I was accidentally under eaten because I wasn't kind of thinking logically. I was just kind of eating to get that done and then I was going back Taking to doing box. my work. Yeah. yeah. So it's so hard when you're in in that kind of stress zone to step outside the box and realize what's going on kind yeah. of thing but um one kind of christmas i think i went back home and was speaking to my family quite a lot and i just thought i don't actually know what i enjoy doing anymore mm -hmm. i don't know what kind of brings me a sense of joy or purpose other than being 
at home are doing work because that's kind of and I'd it wasn't all school that I'd done that I think I, because I'm such a perfectionist I was kind of always wanting to get the jobs done but I was thinking this isn't at the time I was 25 26 this isn't a normal 26 year old's yeah. life um I'm not sort of not unless I come home and spend time with my friends who I've grown up with I'm not socializing I'm not doing all the things that you should do when you're young I'm just doing work and turning down social events kind of thing were you quite anxious as well um yes but I don't think I realized until afterwards kind of yeah. thing um sorry the doom and gloom's nearly over <laughs> no it's not doom and gloom we've got to know we want to learn um so yeah I think once I actually realized that I was not on purpose but under eating just to kind of get the job done mm. um over exercising and not listening to my body not doing the things that bring us joy and um not having a really good social life which is so important for your health i realized things something's got to change kind of yeah. thing um and it was real a real shame because i loved working with children but i just thought i've got to leave this job and it's not um it's not necessarily doom and gloom it's what a lot of people are living now like yeah. I'm sure so many people can relate to that where yeah. you're just kind of going through the motions ticking the boxes and you end up in that hamster wheel where yeah. you just keep going and going definitely um, so and no, it's good you recognise that yeah yeah. and I don't think that's just teaching I think it's a lot of people's careers mm. who are just really driven and it's really good like I'm, I am a hard working person and I know that but I think being able to step back and, and have an end and have a goal and that's something that we could maybe talk about and now I try to have kind of three to five things in a day that I need to get done and then yeah. after that there's a cut off point because you could just continue all yeah. the time couldn't you and things have got to have a finish point and you've got to be able to relax because that's all a, a crucial part of your health as well. I think everyone's becoming a lot more aware of it and like, you see things on Instagram like all the planners I get loads of um, different adverts into my emails for these new type productivity planners yeah. and get your stuff done and how to manage everything because I think we're all starting to feel a little bit overwhelmed definitely with everything and especially now you've got your emails and your phone and ev you're always accessible yeah and you need to figure out that cutoff point for when no I'm not available even yeah. though anyone can get me at any point I am now not available yeah. I think that's really important because so many people as I say are stuck in that hamster wheel definitely. and they just don't know how to get out of it yeah yeah and it makes small things become big things mm -hmm. it makes things that should just take a minute become a real chore and um, even like replying to friends text messages would be put to the bottom of my list and then I would kind of maybe lose touch with people a little bit because I wasn't responding but yeah. because I was prioritizing other things so really when I look back now it wasn't good at yeah. all but um ha really pleased that I kind of was able to step back and because I've got such a great family and friends and uh, husband they kind of supported me through that um a little spider there sorry <laughs> just spotted i think it's a money spider throw yes. it my way <laughs> um yeah, you can pick him up later <laughs> yeah so kind of handed him my notice which was a really difficult decision and um hard for me to do to leave kind of my little babies and as everything well, yeah. yeah who i loved but um really the best decision i've ever made because i was able to can kind of then slow down my down my lifestyle and um, tune back into myself get to know myself again really and get to know what I did enjoy doing do enjoy doing and re kind of um 
ignite my passion for nutrition which has always been a real passion of mine uh, fitness and health I've always been interested in ever since a young age have you always had a healthy um, lifestyle? not really at a young age I was kind of probably like every teenager have a few too, too many drinks yeah. a few too many takeaways but um as a kind of approach sixth form in university uh, I started to become really interested in health and nutrition and so uh, that's actually that it is it was a strange time normally that's when everyone kind of goes downhill yeah, sixth yeah. form in, that was when I was having um possibly chips cheese and gravy most days <laughs> oh yes I, we, I did have a bit of that yeah yeah I was interested but I didn't always uh, yeah yeah but um but yeah I was really interested in it and uh, I decided that was the route I wanted to take with life so um, I was in a bit of a kind of, oh, what should I do? Because I'd quit my job without actually anything to go to. Yeah. Um, but then I stumbled across the garden, which is actually a cafe, that, um, a health food cafe just down the road from yeah, yeah. Uh, Emmeline's place. And um, you're a regular customer. I am. I've just yeah. had my soup today. I've <laughs> had my chocolate buttons. And you very kindly given me some more chocolate <laughs> buttons. Um, yeah, I love the garden. Yeah. I love the garden. So it, it came at a perfect time. And mine t- might sound a bit cheesy, but it actually did really change my life. No, I can um, imagine. Yeah, it's just kind of really nice atmosphere. People being surrounded by people who are into the same thing mm. as I am, um, similar interests, and just kind of an environment with filled with holistic health. Really, so yeah. it was just like I fit I fit in really well. And um, it's quite a targeted market as well, I think, because everyone goes there. As you say, everyone's got a similar um, interest. A lot of people are into yoga and wellness and. And if you're not, you tend to go there because you want to feel healthy. Or yeah, you, yeah. you just go to the garden. As soon as you walk in, you're You'll like, feel right, better. I feel healthy now. Yeah, 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 I've just lost like 500 calories. <laughs> yeah, yeah, by stepping through the door. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. It's the air. The air is so much healthier. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So I totally agree. Um, yeah, so not only did I, I was uh, working in a job that I was really interested in, I learned a lot about health and nutrition, but also made loads of friends who had similar interests um, and that was really great um, so being there got us even more interested in nutrition and health um, and then I looked for a, course, a nutrition course that would suit me best and I really wanted to focus on health in terms of food and uh, kind of scientific side of things but I really had a real interest in holistic health and how there are a lot of different aspects of your life that can play a part in your health not mm. just the food you eat and the exercise you do and I think that probably came from the fact that I was quite stressed out previously in my career and that really played a part in my health and kind the fact of that you were working out and eating right and you were still I still wasn't feeling shrink, basically. yeah 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 right, I feel, yes. still wasn't feeling at my optimal health kind of thing so, so. what course did you do then so I did um a, a course which was actually it's actually based in New York so I did it all online um, oh, cool. Yeah, but I did kind of conference calls and um, Skype things, and it was just it was great because I could work at the garden and and do the nutrition course at the same time, and it was the best decision I've ever made. It was a fantastic course. I learned so much, I learned about kind of diet and food um, and that side of things, macro macronutrients, all of that, but also the other areas of your, of your life that are really important, um, things like your relationships, your career. Uh, your stress levels, your sleep, all of those parts of your life that play a huge part in yeah. kind of your overall health. So um, I think that really surprised us, especially things like stress levels, um, 
and feeling a kind of a sense of purpose and joy and tuning into that really has an impact on how healthy you feel day to day and how how good you feel in yourself day to day because I think a lot of people on the course always said you can drink all the green smoothies in the world eat all the kale in the world but if you're not kind of happy in in your own body and and in your mood and your lifestyle then you're never going to be healthy yeah, and you probably can't get your head off the pillow in the morning yeah yeah because i've had it where i've been eating right i've been doing everything that i should be doing and yet i still can't get my head off the pillow yeah and it's it's just it's sometimes it's just those little tweaks yeah that make you go oh i can wake up and i feel oh i've actually got energy this morning yeah. but some it can be the smallest thing that you just feel like when yeah, you just can't get out definitely. of bed and you think what am I doing wrong I'm doing yeah. everything healthy and I guess that is where you come in yes yeah <laughs> so you decided to set up your business just yes. after that so yeah just when I finished my nutrition course which was actually just in January this year um, I decided to set up my um, own business which is wellness with Anna White mm-hmm. Um, so I'm now a holistic health coach so I work to uh, support clients um, to look at their whole life so um, they may f- we may focus on diet and um, nutrition and the food that they eat and obviously I'm really interested in that and that is key when it comes to health mm. obviously diet um, but we also look at the the whole picture and the other areas of your life that might play a part in your health like your lifestyle your your exercise and your movement uh, how much sleep and your quality of sleep um, your stress levels which is I could talk about that all day it's yeah. really key to kind of manage those stress levels to to maintain a, um, kind of a healthy lifestyle um, your career your finances even mm. come in which is all of those little things that can cause an imbalance in in your overall life your relationships um, so yeah I'm kind of look at the whole picture and how we can balance out all of these areas in order to achieve optimal health. That's great because yeah. um, I think there's I don't I don't know anyone that kind of looks at all that all those different aspects. I know when I do consultations and I talk about obviously skin and how we can figure out where there's a skin problem and sometimes it can just be the products that they're using. It can be the fact that they're using primers or face washes that are really harsh on the skin. Um, but then there's so many other aspects as well that come into it. So if their products are right, we then have to look, go a bit deeper. And yeah. I, that would be perfect for me to speak to so yeah. because, um, <laughs> yeah, you don't often have that. It's usually go and see a nutritionist and the nutritionist gets you on the right food. Yeah. And then if it's not that, then you'll go and see um, your therapist or counsellor yeah. for the stress and this. And then you always have to see everyone else. So it's yeah. nice that you're like a all-in-one whole, whole package. Of, yeah. And what's great about it is is as a health coach we kind of um I would make like a personalized wellness program mm-hmm. so I would have a consultate one one consultation and then look at where there might be a little bit of an imbalance or what someone's area of focus is and then kind of plan a program depending all on that kind of thing so if someone wants to change their um make some dietary changes we would do that we would look at how we could do that in a way that works well for them, mm-hmm. but would also dig a little bit deeper and see if kind of they everything was okay in their job, if they were prioritizing themselves enough, if what kind of levels of sleep they were getting, um, so looking at the whole picture kind of thing, uh, yeah, yeah, 
<laughs> no, it, it's um, I was forgot what I was going to say then. No, it's uh, it's good to get that hope. That was what I say. Um, <laughs> that you get to know your client, and you don't yeah. have to. The client doesn't have to go and explain the whole story to a nutritionist. The whole story, to, and that you just know them almost so well with the diet, the lifestyle, the career, the everything yeah. that you can say. Well, are you still doing that, or are yeah. you doing this? And, yeah, yeah. So that's really nice. No, that's I think a lot of people have been really kind of surprised with how it does all link in because I think when you're in your own body you can think well I've, I've eaten a really healthy tea I've I've gone for a three mile run oh, I don't really need to meditate like yeah. meditation's not for me and it's not for everyone but looking at the different things you can do in your life to just try and balance those areas out a little bit and and we'll probably talk a little bit more about how self-care and prioritizing things that bring you a sense of joy are so important because it does give you that boost and it gives you that kind of motivation to get up on in the morning mm. and and yeah so I think just looking at it holistically is just so important and it's not just for um it's not just for weight loss either is it yeah definitely not but um it's funny how it is all linked in like getting a, a good quality night's sleep is closely linked to weight loss um managing your stress is really key for um for your health generally but also stress and weight gain is really closely linked okay. as well so trying to kind of manage that level of stress is really important and I think people don't realize that how closely linked yeah. stress and and your weight is so um diet it can be really sorry I was say, I'm throwing you off because I'm but it can be really um stubborn I think that weight is it around like usually the waist yes. and when it doesn't go a lot of people say that can be like your cortisol levels it's like that yeah it's a tire but it's like that area around the stomach definitely definitely yeah. so stress um low level stress is obviously really important because it gives you that kind of adrenaline to get up and and do your daily tasks that you need to get done but i think chronic stress um can then cause weight gain but it can cause lots of different um like it can can mess up your immune function and cause lots of different kind of diseases and illnesses because of that where the weight is kind of um gathered which is generally around the stomach area yeah. so i think some people there's been a case study that i've heard that um there was a lady who and probably many many people who were doing lots of exercise they were eating well they were thinking i'm taking off everything i can do to to get the perfect body yeah but because she she had chronic stress and she was always having um this kind of rush of adrenaline into her body, it was a way it was kind of gathering around her a middle and she just could not get rid of it. And by bringing in some um stress relief, a little bit of meditation or doing something that she really enjoyed, like just having some chill time on a morning, having some time to herself, reading a book, going for a walk, getting out into nature really helped her to lower her cortisol levels, yeah. lower her stress, and then the weight started to kind of drop off. So it's just tuning back into yourself and not constantly being on that tumbleweed or on that weed of, wheel of kind of, okay. the hamster wheel of go, go, go mm. that I was on. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say, if you've already got like a healthy lifestyle, is there anything extra that you can help with? But I'm guessing there is, because you look at the whole <clears throat> Yeah, the whole definitely, picture. definitely. I think, um, there's always kind of something in in someone's life that they're not 100% happy with, always. Um, and I think quite a lot of clients that I've seen so far have been generally healthy, but they just want to make some small improvements uh, to a certain area of their life. And I think um, even with some clients, we've been looking at kind of 
uh, how they can prioritize themselves more how they can work on saying no because a lot of that's a really difficult thing and i think a lot of people might not want to kind of might want to do different different social things i think a lot of people think they need to go out on a friday night and have a lot to drink to to have a good time yeah. but then that'll have a, a, a knock-on effect to the rest of your week and how you feel and and that's absolutely fine to do that a, a lot of people want to want to go and have a drink i like to have a drink and have a nice time but uh you don't you can't it's not just that yeah that you need kind of thing and as long as you're aware of it as well yeah. you know if, if you you know if you're going to do that you're going to feel crap all week and or for the next few days and as long as you're aware of that i think sometimes people can almost go down to a bit of a rabbit hole like oh god i feel worse and i feel worse. and it's like no you've had a yeah. load of rubbish at weekend yeah snap out of it yeah and get onto your healthy eating again because otherwise you can start going oh i just feel like definitely. crap and then eat yeah. crap and then you feel worse and worse and definitely worse. i think it's being mindful of how you know something makes you feel and doing things that do bring you happiness and and just being true to yourself i think um so yeah uh yeah your question i think was um if someone's generally healthy how can you kind of help them i can help by looking at any areas that they feel a little bit of an imbalance and kind of work to balance out those areas um by kind of making meal plans or sending recipes or even going on a supermarket tour together and looking oh. at different things <laughs> that that can kind of help in their diet look at nutrients that they might be lacking in and and how we can create a balanced plate every day being healthy isn't isn't cheap it isn't easy it does take time so giving people those tips of how you can be healthy um and how it can fit in with your family how it can fit in with your routine how you can do a little bit of preparation in the weekend and you kind of set for the week uh, how you can save money and and kind of shop smart um because it is expensive but it doesn't have to be kind of thing yeah i think we always think that it has to be it's, it's going to cost too much money but mm-hmm. actually your processed foods can be definitely just as expensive definitely and, you yeah know, uh, i'm sure what I'd, mcdonald's is probably something like seven six or seven pound maybe yeah. for a meal but for six or seven pound you probably could get a big bag of i don't know lentils, lentils some greens rice make a big curry or yeah, dal or, a bit of spices yeah. yeah and then make a big batch freeze it and, and you take it to work every, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. you get like a sack of them yeah, yeah yeah so it's quite healthy i think it's just being prepared and and sometimes you need someone to to kind of listen to your your weekly routine your lifestyle and just chip in and look at how the, you could make just small changes it's not about making big changes just small changes and how much of an impact that can have on your health looking at kind of exercise and how um daily exercise you might be putting too much pressure on yourself to get up early and go for a run every day it could be doing less exercise but doing a varied kind of exercise that suits your mood that day that suits your needs that day um, just looking at, at what you're doing at the moment and how that might be great or how you could maybe make some small changes to, to be even more beneficial. And that's all really bespoke as well, I guess. Yeah, depending definitely. On yeah. I know you're going to say, I don't know, but <laughs> how long usually is it? If everyone's doing what they say, could you see results quite quickly? I think so, definitely. Um, I've had a couple of clients who have um, been on just six week programs, and okay, so you can you do like a little six week or yeah, twelve week or something. Yeah, like that. you right. can. Yeah, you can start at kind of six weeks mm-hmm. and and go um bigger and bigger. But uh, 
they've seen changes already and Amazing. and I think they're just even if they're not making the changes straight away it's not easy to kind of implement straight away but they're just being more mindful and and having that knowledge of of what we've discussed and thinking about things differently and going home and telling their families about that so they're kind of all working together to make yeah. some small changes um, and that's going to have a knock-on effect with the whole family then definitely yeah. and I think they they get quite excited to come back and film again then again <laughs> so then we mo- both motivate each other to yeah. kind of continue so so I think I think after one two three sessions you can start to just make some small changes that will make a big impact okay good and um what would you say is the most common obstacle that people come across where they go I'm struggling or I don't I always say I don't want to say fail because I think that's the wrong term but what is something that people struggle with the most um I would say probably prioritizing themselves and Mm. and relaxation and that is so so important and I think people feel selfish for having some time to themselves having a bath I think men as well but particularly women are such kind of carers and always doing things for other people and um always looking out for others making food preparing things kind of always looking out for someone but we, we never really look out for ourselves so I think it has been really big in the last couple of years self-care self-love and I think it's so important to tune in with what you actually really enjoy doing and giving yourself the time and the opportunity to do that because it'll give yourself it'll give your brain and your mind the chance to just rest and reset it'll give you a really good boost because you'll feel good because mm. you've done something you enjoy and then you'll feel more more motivated to just get on with the rest of your day anyway. And then everyone else is happy around yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. you're not ready to... Your stress <laughs> levels will go down and yeah. then that'll have an impact on um, your cravings and what you're going to eat because of your stress. You eat different things and you crave sugar and caffeine and alcohol and it's just all a big kind of circle of health. Yeah. It's all so closely linked. So I would say prioritising self-care and doing something that you enjoy and not feeling guilty about and it. not feeling guilty about it yeah, yeah. um uh, brain's gone dead um <laughs> roughly how much does it cost for a health coaching session so um we would meet for an initial consultation first of all which would be kind of a little bit of a chat about your health history your goals your area of desired focus what you wanted kind of thing from the package and I would explain a little bit more about what I could offer um, and then packages range from um, 300 to around 900 but that depends on the length of yeah. the package and um, the shortest package is six weeks the longest oh, is good. Uh, six months wow okay um, and within that we, we would have weekly meetings um, there would be health resources that I would um, bring every week to the meetings and then send on afterwards depending on what we've discussed and um, there would be the opportunity to go on things like a supermarket tour and um, and then go and kind of do a little bit of a cooking class look at how we could make an easy healthy meal that uh, that's suitable for for the client or their family um, so it involves depending on the client's goals there's a lot of kind of things involved in that price sounds like as you, well. Sounds pretty good value for money, yeah, that. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> and do you do it online as well? Can we do online consultations? Yes, actually one of my clients um, is based in London, so we do Skype um, Skype sessions and I do send everything via email and then um, I could kind of 
have a day trip there if if that client adopted for a, a supermarket tour or a kind probably of could what's do it in my online fridge. and yeah. do like an online shop and like share screens yeah and go, right, I need to buy that need to yeah buy you can that. do everything yeah. these days can't yeah. you so um yes you can do it from anywhere and everywhere it's really nice to to have one-on-one meetings but you don't necessarily need to okay and um can you give us some tips just i don't know general tips that we could do starting today to hopefully see a change in our yes, health definitely um so i'm going to give be you really specific yeah <laughs> so i'm going to say unpro- unprocess your diet yeah. where possible and eat real food so um eating foods that aren't kind of in a box or don't have lots of ingredients things that are real whole foods like sweet potato avocado fruits and vegetables um eating the rainbow color lots of color lots of fiber um things like if, if you do eat meat meat fish eggs things that are real things aren't that aren't in a packet because generally eating packaged foods there's lots of hidden salt sugar processed ingredients basically if there's any ingredients on the back of a box that you don't understand your body's probably not going to understand it yeah. either um i think if you know where that ingredients come from you're going to know that it's good for you. Yeah. It's come from the ground, it's come from the land, from the sea. They always say, eat from a plant, not from a plant. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Good. yeah. so I think eating real food and unprocessing your diet, I think prioritising lots of sleep, um, getting a good quality night's sleep definitely affects your mood and your ability to make healthy diet and lifestyle choices the next day. Uh, moving mindfully, considering uh, or prioritising getting lots of exercise in, as and when, but also tuning into how your body feels. And if you feel in really high stress because you've had a stressful day at work, going and doing a high intensity workout class might not be the best thing for you. It might be a gentle stretch or yoga. Um, so prioritizing uh, movement, but not necessarily every day and not necessarily high intensity every day. Um, and also self-care and mm. prioritizing yourself, slowing down a little bit slowing down when you're eating as well just kind mm-hmm. of taking a step back from everything and just being more mindful and being more relaxed about things because if you if you rush through the your day you're just kind of on a, a constant wheel Um, you're not going to enjoy your day as much you're not going to kind of enjoy your meals as much you're not going to feel as full and satisfied um, and it's going to cause is- issues in your digestive system because you've kind of wolfed yeah. something down while you're looking at your computer screen and while you're trying to reply to an email and I just think your body slow. can't absorb the nutrients the same yeah because it's in like it's not in that rest and is it rest and digest yes yeah it's in like a high stress so yeah. I'm guessing if you're doing an email whilst watching tv and then like scoffing food and it's just gonna almost pass through definitely without, yeah it could cause bloating digestive issues mm. But at the same time, it might also cause overeating because your body doesn't realise that you're full. So you'll go back to the fridge, get some more food, and then it's just kind of like, oh, I'm stuffed. I yeah. don't want to eat again. <laughs> um, I'm going to throw a bit of a random question in there. But everybody is, not everybody, but veganism and vegetarianism, yeah. it's all come on the up. Um, and I think, I mean, I stopped eating meat probably about three and a half years ago and I feel so much better for it. Yeah. And then I, start, I stopped dairy as well. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on um, the dairy, the gluten, and also 
the soy because I think everyone well, I keep saying everyone like lots of supermarkets and things are doing like the plant-based this and veggie that but I find that they're all packed with soy yeah what I, I never know whether soy's good is it bad yeah I think it's talked about a lot I think there's lots of benefits to eating plant-based it's definitely lots of benefits personally I don't eat plant-based I don't really eat a lot of meat I don't really eat much meat at all. I don't really have very much dairy, but that's just my personal preference. But I think it's so important to listen to your own body and some people need meat or more dairy um, to feel at their best. Some people need uh, fish and and eggs in the diet to feel the best. Some people feel great and thrive off a plant-based diet. So I think it's really tuning into what your body needs and how you feel after eating certain things and not putting yourself in a box either. yeah and not kind of um restrict making kind of restricting things from your diet because that's when you could maybe become intolerant to certain mm. things or or when you could miss out on real key nutrients that your body does need so i think i do think plant-based diets are great but i just think you have to be really aware of the nutrients that you're getting and and really do it smart and do lots of research so you know that you're getting your plant-based protein from the right sources and that you're getting um, enough kind of carbohydrates and fiber because I think you could, you can do vegan unhealthy. Oh, <laughs> like God, a lot yeah. of people put yeah, vegan and healthy. And Snickers bars or yeah, something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they put vegan and healthy in the same bracket and I think in lots of cases it can be but now that it's becoming more and more kind of common and, and um, a bit more trendy as well, I think yeah. uh, a lot more people are doing it but there's also a lot more vegan fast food and easy things that you can just kind of pick up and that's not necessarily healthy so I think going back to eating real food eating real whole foods that are going to kind of give your body the nutrients that you need uh, is so important Um, I think dairy gets a bad press um, but it's again going back to tuning in with how your body kind of copes with it uh, I think it, it's been said to cause some skin issues sometimes, mm. um, some digestive issues, but at the same time, a lot of people can deal with dairy absolutely fine and they feel better having like a, a really good quality full fat Greek yogurt, which does have health benefits as well, can be really good for your gut microbiome and good for your digestion. So although it's really frustrating when people say this, it is just not one diet suits all so yeah. you really do just have to know your body and it might be a case of kind of eliminating certain things and then introducing them again until you realize which diet works best for you but I wouldn't necessarily say vegan is the healthiest but I wouldn't say it was the unhealthiest I would just say tuning into how your body kind of reacts to different things and same with soy I think um it, it gets a bad press but I think kind of whole soy things like edamame beans mm. um tempeh things like that what Not, is tempeh i never really understand it so it's it's really good for you it's like a fermented soybean yeah um and because it's been through the fermentation process it's it's good for your digestion for is your that, gut health is that what you used to did you used to do like a was it a blt or something at the garden we do like at the garden we do like a um TLT. TLT, like that one too. So that's, so that's the template. So, yeah. It's actually really nice. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, and I think a lot of people are like, oh, I'm not too sure about that, but it's really tasty. And that's kind of um, a more nutritious soy product. But I think if soy has been processed, um, it's had other things added to it. Yeah. So it's not necessarily as healthy. So 
again it's just tuning into how you feel about certain things and always not too obsessively obviously but always kind of checking the labels and the ingredients and and knowing what you're eating because a lot of people think say uh, having something like falafel and hummus and salad is a really healthy meal and it is and it can be but it depends if you kind of check in what's on the labels because yeah. certain falafel shop bought falafels and things can be full of milk powder and sugar and so Salt. it's just yeah, yeah. checking the ingredients and, and um, doing your best to unprocess your diet where you can I think it's quite good that um, you look at it like that as well as opposed to say putting everyone in a box because you know people say oh you need to be vegan <clears throat> or vegetarian and I get asked a lot like well are you this are you that and it's like I think it's so much better if you're you just eat what you want yeah for when you feel your Definitely. body needs it yeah. as opposed to say well um I mean I I'm not going to eat meat yeah. but you know I might have cheese now and again yeah but I don't have it all the time and then yeah. if I'm in the mood I will and it's, yeah. it's not like oh I don't eat dairy but I, yeah. I don't have this type of yeah I don't know, do you know what I mean yeah it's... definitely and I think it's so important that because a lot of people can then feel pressure if they say yeah. oh I'm, I'm plant-based or I'm vegan or I'm vegetarian they might really then be craving some meat or really fancy a dairy milk chocolate yeah. bar but feel the pressure kind of what other people all think so they yeah. won't do it but I think just listening to your body and, and not feeling guilt any guilt about any type of food because if you're generally healthy and wholesome then you're going to kind of get back on with that healthy lifestyle anyway and you can you, you don't always have to stick to that regimented kind of routine of health so when you say listen to your body if we're being really specific on it yeah what are the things that we should be looking out for because people might say, well, I'm not bloated or I'm not this, but yeah. is there other um, effects that we can suddenly be aware of yeah. if, if something's not, if we're eating something that's not right? I think definitely digestive issues. Um, how, sorry for this code, code brown situation, <laughs> <laughs> but um, how regularly you go into the toilet um, and how kind of it looks and does it feel like healthy passing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, as well as that, uh, your skin, as you'll know a lot about, um, how you feel, your energy levels, how you've been sleeping, uh, if you feel kind of full of energy and ready to go in the morning. Not we don't every morning. Many of us don't, but I think for women as well, it can be hormonal. Yeah, depending on how you're feeling. Definitely, yeah. but if every day you notice that something doesn't feel quite right, you feel tired, you feel a bit day in a bit of a daze, you don't feel like you're fully there, kind mm. of thing. Um, you rely on things like sugar and caffeine to get through the day um, and digestive issues there can be clear signs that something might not be quite right in your diet and you might want to kind of um, eliminate and then re- see you. reintroduce <laughs> or come and see me um, why no not why how would you identify a good health coach if someone's looking for one obviously ideally go to you yes. but if, um, yeah. if they, what what should they look for is there sort of qualifications or is there anything that they need um i think definitely asking about um finding out about the qualifications because i think there are certain co- uh, courses online that are of different kind of um length and not saying that any are better than be- better than the others but i think just kind of um being aware of whether they're a kind of certified health coach and always you can always ask the question of like how long they've studied or where they've studied but um i think 
sometimes that doesn't even matter as long as that person makes you feel at ease as, as long as you're going to get what you want from them um, they're kind of welcoming make you feel comfortable um, you feel like you can open up to them and talk to them then I think that's kind of answers all okay. your questions right um, so that's all the health coachy stuff yes and then I I said to you I'd love to have a little chat about our topic this week which is going to be sleep um, and I think I find sleep is quite a big thing at the moment um, lots of people are struggling with it I have so many clients that come in and say I'm tired I've not been sleeping or they're waking up in the night all these different things um, so I thought it'd be a really good one to talk about definitely um, so let's have a chat about sleep basically yes, <laughs> how, how does it impact our health sleep how important is it so so important it's one of these key kind of factors in health um i think that when you think back to when you were a baby babies need sleep and if they don't get sleep what do they do can yeah. cry and they're unsettled and really we're just like big babies we need <laughs> we need sleep we need food yeah. we need rest um and it's so important like think about if you're if you've had a really bad night's sleep you get up the next day you don't feel full of energy you don't feel motivated can't really be bothered to go to work you don't want to make healthy diet and lifestyle choices you're probably not going to exercise you're going to feel stressed out because you're tired all of those things that can kind of motivate you and, and get you in the right frame of mind to have a really nice healthy day the day that you're going to kind of or the life that you're going to want to mm. lead can go down the pan really if you haven't had a yeah. good night's sleep um it really has an impact on everything so i think um it's very important it's very very important <laughs> yeah yeah so um sleep can give you the chance your body and your brain the chance to rest and reset it can improve your mood and your concentration the following day it can reduce your stress it can help your skin it can help <laughs> your skin yes um it can um allow you to make healthier diet and lifestyle choices the next day because just think about if you've had a couple of hours sleep and if you've or if you're hungover, yeah. you're not going to want to eat a salad. Yeah. <laughs> basically, no. yeah. Basically, no. Yeah. Um, so I think it's just so important and gives you that motivation to make those healthy choices that you're not necessarily going to make if you're really exhausted. Um, the f and how does what we eat then impact our sleep? Yeah, that's... Um, it's probably a, a bit of a cycle, question, isn't as well. it? it? definitely yeah. is. I think the time that you eat is really important. Uh, if you eat too late, it can... Um, you're not going to be in that uh, rest and digest well you will be in rest and digest mode but you'll still be kind of digesting your food so have you ever gone to bed where you, where you feel really bloated and you've I, eaten too late unfortunately and... most nights because yeah. i work till about nine o'clock yeah, so i'll so eat my tough. dinner at about yeah probably around nine o'clock at night yeah and, and and i like to be full when i go to bed so i have like carb 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 yeah. carb and at nine o'clock i'm like mm. and then by <laughs> half nine i'm like oh babe i'm gonna be sick yeah no i don't always practice what i preach as i wow. eat too late as well but um your body is just still trying to digest its food it's not fully rested and not ready for a good night's sleep so i think what you eat and what time you eat is really important um what things what what foods would impact um what i'd say maybe list like three good foods to help with sleep and like three that we should really avoid i think a lot of people say kind of don't eat carbs before bedtime or um don't eat kind of too much of a big meal before bedtime which i do agree with 
on the kind of quantity side just before bedtime but I think as long as you've got a balanced plate which in my opinion would be lots of healthy fruit and vegetables um, some whole grains in there good quality source of protein and some healthy fats getting all those key nutrients in there is just kind of really important for every meal so mm-hmm. I think that would really help you to feel kind of balanced and have enough energy that you need for kind of a, a good night's sleep I've, I've read something about kiwis, kiwis are meant to help with sleep all right I've never actually read that but I'll have to yeah look into I don't that. know it's very random yeah. kiwis and then I guess like your herbal teas can help yeah and yeah definitely um and then foods to avoid I'm guessing are like your high sugars definitely high sugars high processed foods um anything with caffeine in it really yeah. um what's the deal with cheese do we have yes i know i, <laughs> I don't dreams? know whether this is a myth either um yeah I, I would have to do more research on that but i'm not i'm not sure it has been an ongoing thing though hasn't it well yeah um, for many years i've always said to my husband no cheese before but yeah um what about um I know a lot of clients, if they're struggling to sleep, they'll self-medicate with alcohol. Yeah, yeah. Um, because that gives them the initial knockout, I guess. Yeah. But then they say they're struggling, they still feel tired and rough. Do you know the, sort of the impact that alcohol has? It definitely, well, it has a spike on your blood sugar, so mm. it'll just um, have an effect and an impact on your hormones generally. Um, but caffeine and alcohol do have an impact on your, a poor impact on your sleep. Um so I think kind of trying to avoid caffeine afternoon if possible, often for decaf, and just being mindful of your alcohol intake um, before bed. Always trying to stop and drink water before you go to sleep mm-hmm. if you are having a, a heavy night kind of thing because alcohol does definitely have an impact on, on the way that you sleep. Something to do with, is it REM? That, is it random eye movement? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not too sure. I, I haven't heard that, but I just know that... Um, it just does definitely spike your blood yeah. sugar and and you can wake up I guess and then you yeah definitely and just yeah. you never feel fully rested no. you, you don't have a just feel restful peaceful night's sleep kind of thing how many hours do you recommend us to have? Um, uh, people say between 7 and 8 I think it changes for everybody some people really need their sleep um, I try I, I'm probably okay on seven but I would always like to get eight if I possibly mm-hmm. can I think um, it's important to try and wake up at a similar time every day mm-hmm. um, and I've heard that kind of uh, binge sleeping or kind of lying in for long lions at the weekend and then getting up really early every day through the week isn't always great because you your body goes into um, a mode of kind of what is it when you've been on holiday for a long time and then you're jet lagged oh, your body right. goes into yeah, a kind yeah. of jet lag mode and it doesn't know where it's at and then kind monday of thing. morning you can't get up yeah yeah, yeah so. and that explains quite a lot yeah yeah <laughs> and everyone does it but i think trying to it's so easily easier said than done but i think trying to kind of wake up with the sunlight where as and where you can because yeah. it's, it's not doable all year round but um waking up at a similar time every day trying to kind of avoid um blue light and being around uh, electronic devices late at night i've got the yellow glasses amazing i really (laughs) want them yeah they're so funny because i generally i read on my phone so i'll read um my kindle on my phone 
but sometimes I'll have my glasses on to read my book, and then my gla- my yellow glasses over the glasses. Yeah. Was like, oh my god, I'm like, it's fine. You do <laughs> it's help me sleep. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So I think definitely, um, trying to to cut down on on TV, just kind of an hour before bed, or electronic devices, or your phone, and everyone does it. They lie in bed on the phone mm. scrolling, but it's going to be there in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know what people are looking for. I've just and... I've just turned on the, is it downtime on the iPhone? Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, so it kind I would of, really recommend people like do it. It locks there. your apps. You can override it, but it basically locks your apps so you can't use them from, you set your time, don't you? Yeah. So for me, I've done from 10 till 7. I, ideally, it should be before 10 o'clock, I know. But um, 10 but till it just, 7. It's just, what works for you yeah. and for your, your and then, daily you know, routine. I think iPhone, so as much as it, causes a lot of stress yeah it also helps you know you set your alarm you can plan your hours i know the alarm clock you can say how long you want to sleep for depending yeah. on what time you want to Definitely. wake up yeah so there's different apps to help yeah. now isn't there i think trying because some people do really struggle to to get to sleep if they've um the minds on kind of high alert and especially if you've been watching like a really um stressful kind of violent program your body and your brain doesn't understand why you're feeling stress. It, yeah. it it can't understand. It doesn't know that you're just kind of watching a TV mm-hmm. program. For all it knows, you might be running from a tiger. Yeah. Like, you're in high alert, and then you can't just kind of switch off the TV, get a glass of water, and go up to bed. Because you, you, your body's yeah. still thinking, what is just going mode. on? Yeah. yeah. So um, I think kind of switching off that TV at least an hour before bed and trying to put your phone to one side and just giving yourself some time and this could be time to meditate it could be time to just have a chat with your partner or your parents um, to read to have a bath just to do something that doesn't necessarily involve electronics mm. because um, they're supposed to uh, suppress your melatonin your sleep hormone and just not kind of have a negative impact on your sleep mm. so um, that would be a tip do you think we're um our sleep's changed over the last maybe 10 or 15 years compared to how it used to be. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. I think our kind of general day-to-day routines probably changed quite a lot and uh, we've got a lot more access to different things, Mm. so... um, We're quite impatient as well, I think, because you can have everything now. Yeah, definitely. Especially even something like Amazon Prime, it's like the next day you've got it, you don't even have to go to the shops or... Yeah, yeah. We can do more social things now. We've got more things available on our doorstep. Set a business up online. You yeah, know, you can yeah. literally do all your online consultations. I guess. Yeah, so it's good, but it's also more stress. Yeah. Um, do you have any tips for people who wake up in the middle of the night or go through those phases when they can't get back to sleep? Yeah. I used to do it quarter past three every night. I'd wake Did up you? and I'd be like, yeah. "Oh wow, it's quarter past three again. Yeah. And I can't get back to sleep." Do you have any tips for that? I would say um, before bed, I think that might be down to kind of when you're about to go to sleep, you might have things kind of spinning around in your head, but you manage to drift off and then you wake up again because they've kind of come back Mm. to the surface. I would really recommend, and probably quite a lot of people have heard of it and used it, the Calm app and there's um, Mm. the meditation app, there's sleep stories on there that kind of just calm you down a little bit and send you off to sleep and they always make me sleep really well um i think as well not reaching for your phone if you do wake up and um trying to like breathe in for three hold for three breathe out for three um just focusing on having that kind of something to 
focus focus on, on yeah. yeah focusing on focusing on something yeah. um rather than thinking about something then thinking about something else and then thinking i'm not asleep why aren't i asleep yeah. just or having a pen and paper and just writing it down yeah. and then going back to yeah. sleep so yeah yeah definitely like i think a lot of people do that because your brain's not it's just you're totally irrational at three o'clock in the morning and the thoughts that i can have at three yeah. in the morning are so random and unrealistic yeah. and but I in think my it's, head it's, it's real it's dark as well yeah. everything seems worse when it's dark <laughs> yeah totally agree with you um well you've given us some great tips there just avoiding um avoiding electronics you were saying and avoiding uh, electronics trying to wake up at the same time um every morning if possible um give or take an hour obviously yeah um, I didn't mention getting out into nature on a morning that really helps with your sleep um, and your energy levels as well and can reduce stress so that's really good uh, if you're going to exercise try and do it earlier in the day if possible um, yeah, because high intensity high intensity you adrenaline kind of thing um, and ca- trying to avoid caffeine and alcohol kind of toward bedtime yeah. later on um, and I think I mentioned earlier, considering what time you're eating and trying to eat a little bit earlier to give your body time to rest and digest. Yeah. Right. Um, well, thank you for that. I have one last question, which is, is there something that you can name that has really inspired you at some point in your life? So this could be anything. This could be a book, um, a podcast, a poem, a TV show, film, anything? Yeah. Is there anything that suddenly jumps to mind? Yeah, it's really hard to think on the spot of this, but um, I think kind of knowing how my life kind of changed after I started to put all of these things into place and not saying I'm in any way perfect, I'll still do all of the things that I've just said not to, um, but it's all about balance. As long as you're you preaching can't... what to do, that's yeah, all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> And I think it's it's not feeling bad about that because it's you're not always going to be the perfect pillar of health. But I think um, kind of seeing the changes that I've made and how it's had such a change on how I feel about myself and my body and just generally overall, I think that's something that I can always look back on and be a good motivator to continue kind of thing. So the, the pre-Anna White, who was the stressed one, is almost yeah. inspiring you yeah. to kind of work more. I quite like Definitely. that. You're inspiring yourself. That's a really good one. Um, where can everybody find you if they want to contact you? So my website is pending, but I'll um, I'll advertise that on my Instagram and that's probably the best place to find me at the minute, which is uh, wellness at Anna White. All, all one word. All one word, all yeah. lowercase. Fab. Um, Facebook, anything else? Um, or... Not at the moment, but... Uh, we're on Instagram. We're on Instagram right. for now, but um, you can also find me a couple of days a week in the garden as well. So if anyone wants <laughs> to come and have a chat, face. I'll be there. Fab. Well, um, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank I really, really me. appreciate it. it and lovely. I found some really good uh, information there. So thank you so much for coming. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. If you want to find out any more information, you can visit my website www.choy.life and click on the podcast link. If you want to learn any more about Anna White and wellness with Anna White, I have added all the information you need in the show notes. Plus, if you want to continue to listen to these podcasts, please don't forget to subscribe just to get an update every time a new one is released. Thank you so much for listening. I really can't tell you how much I appreciate it. Have a great day and I'll see you next time.